James Van Riemsdyk on the phone. James, how are you, buddy? Great. How you doing? I'm good. What did, did you watch the game yesterday? Absolutely. I was glued to, uh, glued to the TV there and uh, a good result for the U.S., so that's always fun to see. Where did you watch the game? Just uh, at my house out in Minnesota with a couple of buddies, but uh, I saw some of the watch parties that were going on throughout the throughout the country. So I think that might be the way to go for the next for the next game on Sunday. So I might have to try to find myself at one of those. You'll have to find maybe maybe you can float on Lake Minnetonka and watch the game on a remote television or something. Yeah, that might be that might be in the cards <laughs> on a nice yeah, on a nice houseboat or something on on Lake yeah. Minnetonka. I don't know. I've I've been to Minnesota a few times. It seems like people like to get out on the lakes there. Oh, absolutely. It's land of 10,000 lakes, so it's a good spot to be in the summer. Yeah, and the crazy part is I don't think anyone's ever counted, so I'm curious as to how they know that. But anyway, I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll leave that point alone. So when you watched the game yesterday, your guy who, who you played in the Olympics, you played on the U.S. Olympic team, you've been you know part of, a part of the development program in, in the U.S., and soccer in the U.S. has been on the cusp of exploding look mls just signed a big tv deal and they're actually going to have games on on regular days they have a, a a television deal now with several different networks but u.s soccer for you growing up as a kid that was a, a hockey player tell us what you what your thoughts on on u.s soccer are and the program and where the team is today after that game yesterday the response was just explosive look four years ago twitter hadn't really taken hold like it has now and social media hasn't hadn't completely exploded but yesterday the tributes were pouring in every athlete in america was commenting on it everybody from from you know aaron Rodgers to to vernon davis were posting things and just tell us about your thoughts on on the the american soccer movement yeah, I think definitely it's come a long way over the last maybe five or so, five, ten years, and it's gained a lot of momentum with the World Cup. And I think that's something that people love to get behind when, when obviously people have pride in the countries that they're from, and uh, America is no different. And obviously, again, people get jacked up for uh, for events like this. And I think the key thing for, the, for like the MLS, uh, they, they started to build these soccer-specific stadiums, and once when you watch a game at that versus in a football stadium where it may be a little more empty than a than a soccer stadium where the where the crowd's more right on top of the action and you can get into it a little bit more, I think that's been a huge uh, part of uh, helping people realize how great the atmosphere are at some of these games and uh, really get into it a little bit more. If you're just joining us, it's James Van Reemsdijk from the Toronto Maple Leafs and James. Uh, off season so far, have you have you started training already for for next season? Yeah, I've been back at it for a bit now. I'm just going to start getting back on the ice this week. And uh, yeah, just obviously looking forward to getting back to it next year uh, with the way things end. It was very disappointing for us and uh, definitely gives you that extra fire going into the summer of, uh, of not wanting to let that happen again. If you want to follow him on Twitter, it's at JVReamer, R-R-E-M-E-R 21 on Twitter. And look, there there have been a bunch of moves. The, the free agency period is starting. The buyout period has started. And there's going to be a ton of movement in this offseason. Do you remember a time where there was an offseason with this much projected movement in, in your career? Yeah, you know, I think, again, this one is definitely a little bit more different. I mean, with uh with the lockout and the cap going down and maybe handcuff things a little bit more, but now that the league's in a stable place and the cap's going to go up quite a bit, I think that allows to, allows teams a lot more flexibility to be able to try to potentially do different things. So, uh, I mean, you never really know what's going to happen, but it seems like there's 
some things that could potentially be in the cards. So you know, you'll, I guess we'll see uh, see what happens this summer. So this off season, look, the, the team has some some holes to fill, some moves. There's a lot of speculation as far as what's going to go on. You had a career year last year with 61 points, and as you said, the season didn't end the way you wanted. You guys had a playoff spot locked up, and and we know what happened. You didn't make the playoffs. Where do you think this team? goes from here and especially you know with brendan shanahan coming in look we know we know you don't have a new coach you have the same coach but they haven't they haven't replaced the assistant coaches first off comment on you know as far as assistant coaches go how instrumental are they in the coaching of the team yeah you know again they definitely are guys that do do a lot behind the scenes that maybe they don't get as much press as the as the top guy do but they do a lot as far as just the relationship with the players and maybe working on stuff uh before and after practice and pulling you aside to watch the video and stuff so the the stuff like that is definitely uh stuff that they do a little bit more than maybe the head coach wouldn't he worries more about maybe the steering the ship and the assistants maybe go out and like i said do a little bit more of the Stuff like uh, again, watching video with players, working on stuff with them on the ice, and uh, and that sort of thing. And how how conscious are you as a player? Look, we we've been hearing so much about stats and Corsi stats and puck possession, and the Leafs were a team that was criticized at the beginning of the year by you know by your own coach saying, "Look, we've won. You know, we we got off to a great start, but we're we're not possessing the puck, and we're not a puck possession team." How conscious of of that are you, and how conscious are the players of of those types of stats? I know it's goals and assists and plus minus, but now things have, have seemingly you know gotten so advanced with with advanced analytics. Yeah, I think again, that's a, there's a fine line with with stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure, obviously, again, when you're when you're getting out shot, it's obviously not an ideal circumstance, but. Again, at the end of the day, you got to find out how to how to win a game, and no, no matter what the situation is. So again, we were able to uh, do that for a good chunk of last year, and then obviously things didn't go our way towards the end of the year with some uh, maybe some injury luck and uh, different sort of things that were happening. But again, at the end of the day, you don't want to get shot out outshot every game. So uh, that's definitely something that uh, we'll need to work on. Okay, and before we let you go, and if you're just joining us, uh, James Van Reems, like at JVReamer21 on Twitter, for you yourself to take that next step, you're still a young guy. As I said, you had a career season. You had almost 300 shots. You, you've been shooting the puck more, and you're second on the team to Phil Kessel, who we know shoots the puck a heck of a lot. What do you think for yourself to get to the next level as a player? And again, you play on the number one line. You're one of the one of the best players on the team, and a lot of responsibility falls on your shoulder. But wh- where does James Van Riemsdyk have to improve to get to the next level as an NHL player? Yeah, again, there's always always things to improve upon uh, every year, and. I think again, what separates uh, good players from great players is that consistency, night in, night out, and that's something I think I've got definitely gotten a lot better over over the course of uh, my career, and that's definitely something I want to continue to work upon is just bringing that a game uh, more nights than not. And uh, again, uh, if you can do that, you put yourself in a lot better position to have success and uh, help the team win games. So. Um, uh, as far as pinpointing it down to one thing, you try to go into the summer and, uh, again, you, you try to get into the best shape you can possibly get into and you get on the ice. Maybe there's some little skill things you can work on to try to improve your game. But uh, uh, for me personally, I want to, again, really work on that, that consistency and just getting 
to getting the best shape possible to start the season and uh, go from there. Okay, before we let you go, a couple of non-hockey-related things. What have you been doing for fun this offseason? You're in Minnesota. You're going fishing. What are you just relaxing? I know you're, you're going to get on the ice soon, but what, what does James Van Reems like do to just relax and chill and enjoy the offseason? Yeah, yeah, I'm on a lake out here, so it's uh, a lot of stuff that goes with that as far as uh, just being on the water. And uh, I've met my couple of buddies that live with me out here, and my brothers are here with me too. So it's always fun to to spend some time, uh, spend some time, especially with my brothers, just because we don't get to see each other as much uh, as we would like to. Just because with all of our hockey schedules are always so crazy busy and all over the different parts of the country. So it's always nice when we get to kind of spend time together, play some ping pong, play some tennis. Uh, different sort of things like that. So uh, I definitely enjoy being with them in the summer. And your brother's a pretty good hockey player, right? Yeah, actually, my, my middle brother uh, uh, just signed a contract at the end of last season with the with the Blackhawks, which, which is uh, very exciting for him. And uh, my youngest brother just graduated high school, and uh, he's going to go play and uh, play junior hockey in uh, New Hampshire. I think it's uh, Massachusetts, actually, for the next year or two before he heads into UNH. So, uh Definitely, uh, I'm excited for my brothers to see uh, what's in store for them with hockey. And, uh, again, we'll all push each other this summer as far as our training goes. And uh, it's good to be in an environment like that. And one last thing, Brendan Shanahan coming in to, to, to run the team, MLSC hiring him, uh, you know, just as the season ended. Your thoughts on Brendan Shanahan? We know what kind of player he was. What do you think he's going to bring to this organization? You have someone at the top now that has won at the highest levels and has – Great management experience, having been the NHL disciplinarian. What do you think he brings to the Toronto Maple Leafs? Yeah, definitely, I think you said it right there. He's got some uh, some good experience as a player, and uh, being in a situation where he was and where he was probably under a lot of scrutiny, not only from one market but uh, thirty different markets, where you're not going to be the most popular guy uh, in town, and uh, everything, every move, every decision that you make is basically going to be criticized. So I think. Uh, that could potentially be very helpful coming into a, a place uh, like Toronto. And, uh, again, he's had a great career as a player, and uh, I'm sure he's excited for the challenge that's ahead of all of us uh, as far as getting uh, getting this ship uh, turned in the right direction. 